when hard times come, he says, this is the time when you can consider that joyous. Because in that time, he's doing his work. In that time, he's pruning. In that time, he is preparing. In that time, he is purging and molding us. Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Um, I hope everyone is having a good week. We are in December. How crazy is that? I promise you this year is just flying by. And before we know it, we're going to be in 2022. Um it's the fast forward button on. I mean, it's just going so fast. But while we are in the speed of life, as we do every single week, here on Create with Kendra, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do absolutely best. And this week, we are going to put the spotlight on Inesia Ransberg. For 22 plus years, she has been in business. The owner of Hadassah Hair um, Salon, and she has hair care products that everyone will want to enjoy, unless you're bald, or maybe if you want to grow your hair back. So listen up, Hadassah has hair, gro- hair growth oils that unclog pores, stimulate blood flow, and nourish and soothe skin hair with all natural ingredients. It promotes hair growth and will help you along your hair journey. And by the way, the hair oils smell good. So if you are interested in purchasing Hadassah hair oils, head on over to um, HadassahHairInc.com. Hadassah is spelled H-A-D-A-S-S-A-H. You can follow them on IG at Hadassah Hair Care Inc. And follow them on Facebook at Hadassah Hair Care Inc. You guessed it. That will be at excellent little stocking stuffer or gift for a loved one so hey just giving you some ideas for christmas presents okay um Another announcement for those that are new to the show, welcome, and those that are returning. I like to announce often um, that we have a function on unassociated.com called Ask Kendra. And on Ask Kendra, you are able to submit questions and topics of discussion that you would like to hear on this show. How cool is that? That is just so amazing. And a lot of the listeners have been sending in questions and topics of discussion. So if that is you and you want your voice um, or your thoughts even heard on this show, you can send them in via audio or you can write them in and I will be happy to engage your questions and topics of discussion. Let's see what else are we getting into before we actually start our conversation. Um, Just another reminder, we are in December. I just can't believe we're in December. Like I am lightweight tripping right now because it just went so fast. Um, But let's remember to uh, serve others and not just think about ourselves, but get involved in community outreach 
um, get involved in community outreach for your local church. If you have a local mission, I know many cities have outreach programs. So get involved, donate, serve. Let's be the hands and feet of Jesus during this season. All right, y'all. All right. So today I want to talk about um, and be transparent. This is the place to be transparent. And I believe that it is important for Christians to acknowledge things that they go through. It is important for Christians to not put on a face of perfection, but actually be transparent with people and say, hey, I struggle too. And so that's what today's episode is going to be about. I want to talk about something that I struggle with as we speak, um, something that keeps me up late at night, something that I battle with in my mind and something that the Lord is still grooming me with. So this isn't a, a message of, I have been there, done that, got the t-shirts and two hats, but it's a message of, I am going through with alongside of you all, right? We all are dealing with challenges. We are all dealing with struggles and things that we don't take easy, things that we don't take lightly, right? And so that one thing for me is pain. Pain is something that I struggle with. Um, I was in the car with somebody. Uh, with, with a good friend and we were just chatting. I, I love to ask interview type questions. And I asked her, I said, hey, what is your favorite emotion? Right? So she tells me her favorite emotion. And I share with her my favorite emotion, which is joy. Joy is my absolute favorite thing to feel as much as possible. Hey, all day, every day, if I can. I love to feel joy because in joy, there is no pain. In joy, I don't experience sorrow. In joy, there is a feeling of peace. So I love to do things that bring me joy, um, whether if it's getting together with friends, if it's going out to dinner, what if it's it's laughing, if it's telling silly jokes, if it's just getting in a, a frame of mind to where I am experiencing peace, I am experiencing delight. Um, one of my favorite things I like to do is g- gather all my friends friends and, and folks that love to sing and folks that love to do music. And we all go over to my parents' house because they have a big house, right? <laughs> we can all get together. There's a piano there. There are keyboards there. When you get singers together and we just start to sing and just kind of vibe out and it's amazing. And those types of interactions bring me joy. I love, you know, talking with girlfriends about Um, just life. And I love talking about the Bible and what we're doing and how we're studying. I love talking about our growth in God and just testimonials and just hearing people's, I mean, just whatever fine, you know, whatever I can find to bring me joy. I love to engage in those things. In this conversation, I also asked, um, you know, I asked her, what is your least favorite Emotion. I'm trying to think what was her, what was her response, her least favorite emotion to feel. I can't think of it right now, but in reply to her, I responded pain. Um, pain is a very harsh 
feeling to me. Any type of pain, physical, emotional, I don't like it. I don't like going to the doctor and getting stuck by a needle. How about that? Any type, I, I don't like, I don't like it. It's funny when I go get any, <coughs> excuse me, when I go get any type of vaccine, flu shot, whatever, blood drawn, I asked the nurse, I said, look here. I don't like pain. You know what you're doing? And they have to almost convince me that they are a pro at what they do. Because some people at the hospital be tripping. They don't know what they be doing with them needles, child. You got to ask people, okay? You got to put the pressure point on them. And that's the kind of person I am because I don't like any type of pain and discomfort. Like, it's just... It's just not cool for me, like at all. And when I think about it in a in a deeper sense of what pain is and what it does and what it feels like, for me, it's suffering. I'm reminded of an injury or a distress that has not been healed, that has not been reconciled. And pain may not be, you know, something that, um, you say it's the worst feeling for you. It may be anxiety. It may be depression. It may be stress. It may be anger. Some people deal with anger, right? So whatever it is, like, I, I want you to think about it and just take a beat and say, what is a feeling that I enjoy experiencing? Why do I enjoy it? And then ask yourself, what is a feeling that I least like to experience? If you never had to feel this, what would that feeling be? And you don't have to answer yourself now, but that's just something to think about. Something to think about. Sometimes for me, I feel like pain can be unbearable. And I ask God, why do you allow me to endure this pain? And then sometimes when I really think about how I got to certain places, I ask myself, Kendra, how did you get to put yourself in a position to where you have to experience this pain? But God will allow us a gutter experience. And that's what I want to talk about today. That there is growth in the gutter. I was looking at what a gutter's purpose is. And it is to push and to lead a channel from one place. It is a channel that pushes something from one place to another my question to you is where do you know feel or have acknowledged that God is trying to push you what place are you in that he wants to push you through a channel to the victory and I asked myself the same question Why is the pain that I'm, what is the pain producing for me? That's the question I ask me. What is the pain producing for me? 
And a lot of the time, the reason why I don't like the gutter is because it's nasty, it gets dirty, it's smelly, it's grimy, and it's uncomfortable. And no one likes to experience those things. But what I noticed about the gutter is it's a place that we all have to be. Because the more that we live as if our life is perfect and we have no issues, we don't seek the Lord as hard as we should. Be honest. And and that was me. So as perfect as I was trying to live or as well as things were going in my life, I found myself not seeking as hard as I should. I'm so guilty about that. Me. Yes. I'm telling my business <laughs> because that's what it is. It's like, oh, I ha- everything is going good in my life. I don't really need to pray that much. I don't really need to seek that much. I've been there. But when hell start breaking loose, when things get turned upside down and shaking real hard, oh, that's when we get on our face. And the Bible says, it reminds us to count it all joy when we go through stuff. When hard times come, he says, this is the time when you can consider that joyous. Because in that time, he's doing his work. In that time, he's pruning. In that time, he is preparing. In that time, he is purging and molding us. I did an episode a while back about God being the potter and us being the clay. That discomfort, that that molding, the squishing, the pressing. But it's for our making. It's for our making. And being on our face before God does not always have to be, you don't always have to go through to to always seek as hard as you can. But sometimes God will put you through some stuff to remind you that your life is not always as perfect as you want it to be. And whether if it's good or whether if it's bad, whether if it's ugly, we should always seek the Lord. We should always seek him. And it's funny in the pain, God begins to minister to me. It reminds me that he doesn't waste pain. That it is for a reason, that it is for a purpose. Even though it is so uncomfortable. Even though it seems unbearable, he still works in it. And the funny thing about God is I've my experience with pain is where I notice my spiritual growth in him. The way that God has been growing me and using me in my spiritual gifts has been like, None other. And then turn around and uses me to minister to other people 
in their pain, but I'm still sitting in mine. <laughs> I'm just like, God, uh, can I get to the other side first before I start ministering to people? And they getting their whole life and I'm still, God was like, no, are you still going to serve me? When you go through and when you don't, are you still going to serve me? And one of the things that is just so, um, has been constantly evident is the, one of the fruits of the spirit, which is long suffering. Let's go to Galatians 5 and 22 through 23. And it reads, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, temperance against such. There is no law. Now, it it, it might be. You know, sometimes we may feel that we we can pick the fruit like a customized fruit basket, but that's not how the fruits of the spirit work. We have to operate in all of them. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. If you struggle with love, you got to operate in it. If you struggle with joy, we have to operate in it. If you struggle in gentleness, <laughs> in temperance, we have to operate in it. And for me, the one that I need to work on is the long suffering. People don't like to suffer long. People don't like to suffer at all. But the thing about being a Christian is you can't be comfortable in Christian at the same time. There is going to be discomfort. You're going to have to wait on God. You're going to be irritated. <laughs> you're going to cry so many. So you probably will cry more tears of sadness in your season. than you do of joy. But suffering long. Helps us to develop our faith, because if God was a quick fix it every time we wouldn't have patience. If he microwaved our miracles every time, we wouldn't have to wouldn't have to have faith. Our faith would be so weak. But the thing about it, God is that he operates outside of time. So when we need him, he's there, but sometimes he puts us in the waiting period. Sometimes he puts us in a position to where we have to just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. We have to stand still and know that he is God. Because when we're asking for the fruits of the spirit, when we ask for love, he gives us a person or a situation that is unlovable. So we can exercise our love. When he asks us for joy, he puts us in a hard time to where we have to depend on him for joy and not happiness because joy and happiness are two different things. Happiness is dependent on what's happening in the moment. But joy is something that the world can't give. 
something that the world can't take back, but it can only come from God. When we ask for peace, he puts us in the storm like Peter and the disciples were, where Jesus had to say, peace be still. When he asks for long suffering, and I'm talking to Kendra, he has to put us in a place of pain. When he acts, when he when we ask for gentleness, we have to be <laughs> we have to be tested with things that wreck our nerves and so on and so on. How can we exercise these fruits? That's the question. How can you exercise the fruit? If you're dealing with anger, how can you exercise patience? If you're dealing with unforgiveness, how can you exercise meekness? Right? So telling you, I have not come out on the other side yet, but I'm waiting. And while I'm waiting in this gutter, I'll worship in it. While waiting in the gutter, I'll praise. While waiting in the gutter, I will gladly serve. Even though I have to cry sometimes. Even though you may have to cry sometimes. And sometimes, sometimes can be most times. There is growth in that gutter. Remember that God does not waste pain. That the pain and the struggle that you're dealing with now It won't last always. Trouble doesn't last always. And while you're in it, the question is, what are you going to do? I was at church on Sunday and um, we did a, a, a tag team sermon. It was me and two other um, members. And um, one of the members got up and said, talked about long suffering. I said, oh, when she said long suffering, I leaned to the side like, girl, you're talking to me. What you got to say? And she said, when going through, suffer long. Don't suffer wrong. And I must have, what did I do? Because I be, when somebody hit it, in in church with their sermon, I I be the whole amen corner. I be hitting, I be waving a fan. I be <laughs> talking back. That's just that's just that's just me. But when she said, "Suffer long and don't suffer wrong," I was like, "Wow, that really is a choice." 
in long suffering, you can praise, you can worship, you can fast, you can seek, you can lay before the Lord, you can worship, you can, you can push through. Yes, you'll have to cry, but you can press through. You can stay in God's presence while you're in the gutter. But there is also a, a, a thing such as suffering wrong. Were you suffering and you bitter? Suffering and ungrateful. Suffering and and just negative all the time. And I, look, I don't know if it's just me, but it is sure enough hit me right too. I said, Lord, I want to suffer long. If If this is what I need to work on, I don't want it. I don't want to do it the wrong way. I don't want it to do it the wrong way. I don't want to build animosity and bitterness out of my pain. Because the truth of the matter is, what we go through is not for us. It's for somebody else. Because you're going to come across somebody that has dealt or is dealing with the same thing that you dealt. Once you get through it, you're going to be able to pray them through. Be on the other side of the gutter. Pushing them through. Just like somebody pushed you through. Like how people are pushing me through now. I thank God for having my back. I promise you. The past couple of episodes. I, I Past couple of episodes have been ministered. Um, not to you all as lis- listeners. But those words have been ministering to me. And in your gutter season, God, if you are willing, this is the thing. If you are willing, because God ain't going to force you to do nothing. If you are willing and give God a yes and surrender what it is that you have a hard time dealing with and surrender your struggle, God will send people to push you through. He'll send you a midwife to pray you through. He'll send you encouragers to lift you up. He'll send you things, people, and a word for your growth while you're in your gutter season. And y'all, this is something that I'm experiencing right now. It's uncomfortable, yeah. Absolutely. But I gave God my yes. I gave my, I gave God my whatever it takes, whatever the price is, I'll say yes to you. And in giving him my yes, he is beginning to grow me. He's beginning to speak to me. He's beginning to reveal things to me that I have. I'm experiencing God in a new way. Yes, pain is ugly, but God is greater. (laughs) And in the midst of going through, I understand that God doesn't waste pain and that there is growth in the gutter. Let's pray, y'all. My prayer for everyone that is listening is that you, uh, in, in long suffering, that you suffer long 
and not suffer wrong. That in your going through that you exercise the fruits of the spirit. That's my prayer. That you exercise the fruits of the spirit. And um, I want to read that again before we pray. So we can understand um, what that means. So for everyone, I want you, let's, let's go back to Galatians 22, no Galatians 5, verse 22 through 23. Um, the fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such thing. There is no law. We all got things to work on. We all are going through tribulation. We all have challenges and we're here to be transparent about it. I'm not here to present a false narrative of what it's like to be a Christian. I'm not here to put on a mask that thing has been taken off and I'm not putting it back on. And that's what it is. And I thank God for that growth because I wore a mask a lot of my life. Not anymore. We are here to be real about what it means to be Christian and to go through what it means to be Christian and to celebrate the good times, what it means to be Christian and to be challenged in society and culture. That's what we're here to talk about, y'all. And I won't do you a disservice and act like everything is peaches and cream all the time. But I'm telling you, you can find a praise. You can find a worship. You can find and get into the presence of God no matter where you are. No matter what state you're in. And I hope, my hope is that that is the encouragement that we are are honest about. And that's what I'm here to do side by side with you. With all hearts and minds clear, Heavenly Father, thank you for who you are. (laughs) Thank you for being perfect so we don't have to be. Thank you for being holy though we're striving to be. Thank you, God, for being all-knowing and forgiving and loving and not afraid of our flaws. God, my prayer today is for those that find themselves in gutter, dirty situations, living a life of pain, whatever they're dealing with, if it's anger, if it's anxiety, whatever it is that our, our brothers and sisters are dealing with in this moment. God, I pray that you minister to them to teach them, to tell them, to show them that you are there and that the pain that they experience, that you won't waste it, but it will be used for your glory. God, I pray that you continue to comfort us and to to sweet uh, to whisper sweet things and good things over us, God. Hold our hands. Protect us, O God, from the battles that we have in our minds. Encourage us, God, to know that 
because that you sent your son to die on the cross, that we already have the victory, that the victory is already before us. We just have to go through to get to it. We're not fighting to get the victory because the victory has already been won. But we have to go through it to get to it. God, encourage your people in this last and evil day. Give us a revelation, God. I pray that you grow us in our spiritual gifts. Allow us to hear you better than we've ever heard you before. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank God. All right, y'all. That is the word of the week. I hope this is an encouragement for you. Um, Send this to somebody that you know will be blessed by this word. Share it on Facebook, on Instagram, this, that, and the third. Send it to to your family group chat. (laughs) I know y'all got one from this past Thanksgiving. Um, I love y'all. And ain't nothing you can do about it. Be blessed.